Hello, welcome to episode 81 of the MTG Complex Cast. My name is John, and I'm joined this week by my co-host Chris and hey. Steven. Yo. <laughs> no time to respond there. This <laughs> week, we're going to be talking about Ikoria's impact on constructed magic and what we've been up to while in quarantine. We're going to get into the uh, the weekly roundup. Chris, what have you been up to? What have you been doing? How have you been filling your time in these long, long hours? Well, besides going to work like I normally did before. Essential. <laughs> um, yeah, can't even work from home. Got to go in. You are uh, get a gold star. Uh, you know, thumbs up, pat on the back. Good for me. Uh, keeping this very, you know, um, essential workplace up and running for you at home, right? Something like that. Thank you for your service. <laughs> Anyhow, um, within the world of magic, I ventured out and I played a deck that wasn't Amulet. Wow. For one of our two um, webcam FNMs. It was mm, a deck that I had kind of already together laying around, therefore it wasn't particularly interesting, but it was a stupid meme green deck. Mean green memeing machine? <laughs> Uh, when I was sifting through it and I was counting it out to make sure I had all the cards in there, I realized I was like about four cards short and I was really thinking, what the hell were those cards? What were they supposed to be? And then I realized that those cards used to be once upon a time. <laughs> oh no. So I just put in Oath of Nissa and they're basically the same thing. Basically. basically. As we all know from playing Pioneer. Uh, yeah, I mean, Oath is you know, sometimes better because I'm a devotion deck anyway. I mean, it adds a pip. <laughs> that's free real estate right yeah and then you play a second one and the first one dies you can get it back with an eternal witness for more value it's just good deck building man it's just hot that's what that is uh the deck is a, is a meme cannon <laughs> and i went three and one playing this deck i always talk about how bad the deck is whenever i play it and i continues to like go positive every time i play it so wait when did you play it Online FNM. Yeah. Two weeks ago. Oh, two weeks ago. I thought you said two weeks in a row. And I was going to be like, oh, listen, wait. sir, we played two weeks in a row, and that is not the deck you played, right? <laughs> yeah. Burning Shamasiri plus Nykthos is a, a combo as old as time. And um, I only lost in the last round to Five Color Div, and I got absolutely shrecked. It was not very fun at all. Uh, everything I played immediately died, and that was, yeah, that was that. Fun. I also drew poorly all the whole night, too, which is, like, another reason I'm amazed that I beat anybody. Uh, routinely, like, mulling to five and struggling to hit land drops. I think I, god, who, I th was it a Jun deck? I, I, I beat some deck I had no business beating on a one land triple bird of paradise draw. So I got like I finally got a Garuk Relentless not Relentless, uh Garuk Wellspeaker into play when I just drew my second land on turn like six or something. So you had oh. two lands to actually attack. Yeah, I like ripped my second land, like, oh thank god, now this Garuk actually does something. Amazing. Other than being castable. But Yeah, then uh, the following week I played, you know, Amulet again. Um Slight, Old very slight reliable. changes. Um, I lost to a Blood Moon. 
What a surprise. It's all good. Oh, yeah, I played against against Sam on the stupid four-color snow deck. So I got Blood Moon by the four-color deck games two and three, and that felt great. Suffer. So he's like, Blood Moon you, Unmord Ego you, Stab Unmord Ego you. I'm like, yeah, okay, fine. (laughs) Oh, man, that deck sideboard has, like, I think, like, ten cards for big mana. Very it's hateful. Like, very, very hateful. Yeah, well, because like I just can't beat it game one usually. Like it's just you have to win the the post board games. Like, yeah, game one I resolved to Primal Titan. He's like, I'm just gonna save us some time and <laughs> move oh. on. It's just so hard to beat the Titan and the zombies and the like more Titans because Teleria West or whatever. Just too much. Yeah, and then it's too much. So one of the changes I made was I put Bajuka Bog back in my main deck for this week. So I was bogging myself a few times. <laughs> Screw you, drown in the lock. <laughs> yeah, that card's not very good against Daniel to begin with either. <laughs> it does counterpack no matter what, though. That's true. So it's not dead. Yeah, I play against Steven like every single week now, though. Apparently, dude, fuck <laughs> your shit, dude. <laughs> And every time I play against Steven, I just double him. fucking amulet every single fucking time, like without <laughs> yeah, I was like, fail. I was like, "You're on an aggro deck; it should be easy for you." Like it's, it's like, not; it's like not a good matchup to begin with. But then he's just like turn one amulet, and I'm like, "Okay, I can still do this. I got like a four turn kill here." And then he goes turn two amulet, uh, enchantment dude, play a land, play a land six mana, Titan. Stri- Straight to the Shadow Realm. Great. Yeah, so awesome. one of those games, I was like, two amulets, play this Dryad, play this Bounce Land again, make four mana. It's like, are you going to kill me? No, all I have is this card in the Great Creator against the Affinity deck. I was so pissed off, dude. I had like, I, I think I'm at going that point, to make you want to kill yourself. I, I remember the board six. I had, I had three lands in play. One of them was a Dark Citadel. I had yep. a Springleaf Drum. I had an Arcbound Ravenger, and I had a Steel Overseer in hand. You had an S Champion in play as well. I yeah, and great fucking welding jar. Nice and welding well, and jar. The welding jar and the welding jar. At least a champion can like pressure the Karn. So what you didn't know was I already ha- I I even had an ex- engineer explosives in my hand already. I was like, here's what's gonna happen. He's gonna oh, put everything on his edge champion, and then I'm gonna wish for a ballista to jump it for a turn, so I keep my car and then EU away his edge champion, and then he has nothing. <laughs> well, guess what? I think, he, he I think I like just drew a titan the next turn and just killed you. Yeah, instead. he didn't even but, need to. He just fucking did it anyways. Ah. Uh, Garbage. Very because, bad, man. Because, like, oh, two amulets plus the dryad meant I could get the fetch land to make red-white to actually activate my land, but still have a fetch land to fetch from the Valka to do more damage. Good times. So upsetting. <laughs> yeah, so I think we, we only played two, uh, three rounds last Friday. Yeah, two and yeah one. only three. We only had eight people total. We were down from 14. What happened? Yeah, we had a lot of people one week. The one week I was playing Mono Green, <sighs> and then we went back down to what eight? I think yeah. eight each, each night. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what about you, Stephen? Um. Well, as as we we can fairly safely assume, I've been playing Affinity on my free time. Some things never change in this podcast. So listen, amulet. Listen. 
affinity, some sort of pile. <laughs> Firepower is combined. We are. <laughs> um, uh. So affinity is like obviously in the worst spot it has ever been because of the loss of the acceleration, but. Um, Printing been, of extra hate. <laughs> I've been like, I've been really just trying to find something fun to do with the deck. And I think just pulling Mox Oval out of the deck and playing Seeming Spirit Guide has forced me to figure out new and creative ways to play the deck. Uh, so this past week, I have built three different kinds of affinity decks. One of them... Each worse than the last. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's exactly it. <laughs> they all get progressively worse. Uh, oh. So the first one is it's just a tweaked, modified version of what you should be playing if you're still trying to play Affinity, which is all red. The second one is an all-blue Affinity, so it plays Thoughtcast and Master Theorem, but it only runs two Seeming Spirit Guides instead of the recommended three or four. And then the third version is a version I haven't gotten to play yet, which I'm, this is also my the deck I want to play in the coming week is uh, a white version of affinity that runs the Stoneforge mystic Stoneforge uh, mystic stone, the Stoneforge package. I'm, I can say words uh, where you run a Sophie and a batter skull, but you also, I mean, you just, hi, green plating attack. What's the, uh, it's like, you should play the, uh, the bad plating, the enchantment plating. All that glitters. All that glitters, yeah. Ah, I hate that card. It's so shiny. It glitters. Yeah, but it's, it's just like... Oh, oh, and my blue version is running uh, Insult Artifact. Yeah, so then you can put all that glitters on that, and it counts the Insult Artifact, too! Oh, my God! In Pioneer, it's pretty sweet, I will say that. <laughs> if you do it on, like, a Dark Seal Citadel, not a lot of decks know how to answer that. So have you Insult Artifacted a creature yet and given it a Sophie? No, I haven't built that version yet. That version is still in the works. <laughs> I imagine you, it will be a learning experience. I did, however, um, in all of my... I played a league and some friendlies. In my friendlies with the blue one, I did end up being able... To, I drew, like, uh, insult artifact after insult artifact, and I just uh, I just insult artifact an ink moth nexus. It was, like, pretty late in the game, so I'm just like... Suit up Ink Moth Nexus, attack for five infects. It falls off. Opponent like wipes my board, and I'm like, that's fine. Animate, attach. Opponent concedes. As they do. Amazing! I actually feel like back in the day, a lot of games kind of went like that. Did like, oh, you know, I'm going to do some stuff. Like, okay, I'm going to put four counters on the Ink Moth Nexus. And they just like, Oh, I can't beat. That. I can't beat that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or like a, like a. Oh, what's uh, O Stone? Uh, when Tron players go like activate O Stone to clear the board, and they have like a like a worm in play. O Stone reads non land permanents, so you just like animate your dude, put all your artifacts onto it. <laughs> I. Good. 10-10 over here, what's up? <laughs> what about you, John? What have you been playing? I've played a lot of things. Uh, so I'll report on my um, set roulette tournament. Uh, I played the best deck. I, you... correct, 
<laughs> correctly identified that zombies was the best deck. But how far did you get? I did not correctly identify how many other people would identify that zombies was the best deck because everyone was playing zombies or Blood Baron and Viscopa. <laughs> Maybe and it then, wasn't like the, so much of the best deck, just like the easiest. No, it was the best deck. It was mm. insane. It was like completely nutter butters. And so I had like Blood a Baron few. Seems fucking crazy in that format. Like it's isn't it like pro black and white? Yeah. Like how like how do you kill that thing in that you format? You don't. You have to play you have to play uh some um artifact that like that like ox withins creatures. Uh it turns them into like a two four ox. Uh and it's like really expensive. Oh it's like transmogrifying <laughs> one. Just like black's best answer to a blood baron. Yikes. And there's like some other crazy expensive artifact. Anyways, you just like want to like you want to like uh, despise it or go under it, but but yeah. So I like played against a bunch of zombies mirrors, and they were like way better built for the mirror than I was. I played against the guy who ended up winning, and he like game one drew his his one of main deck persecute wow. and like persecutes oh. me for five cards on like turn two or three. Wow. <laughs> like oh okay it's open deck list so i know it's just one of two. Oh, were you what? like researching everybody's name as you're playing them no it's open deck list that's the tournament the tournament like when you get paired you can see their deck list oh, so it just yeah. gives it to you oh, yeah cool. it just gives it to you and so like i knew that he had a one of fucking persecute and i was like oh ho, ho, hope he doesn't persecute me game one wrecked that i just get fucking smashed by it and then he had like a, a main he had a main deck pestilence and some more on the board. Pestilence is weird. And then, like, um, a lot of the players were, like, playing 0-2 to two Lord of the Undead. And I was playing 4, because, like, why wouldn't you want to play 8 Lords, right? Because you've got um, the other one. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Lord Old of the Undead is Lords. all zombies. <laughs> not your zombies. It's, like, old slivers, man. All the zombies get bigger. All the, Not just yours. All of them. And so my sideboard plan was, like, I had, like, Plague Mares and shit. And so it's, like... Fucking Plague Mare, Lord of the Undead, what a non-bow. <laughs> like, if I play this Lord, my Plague Mare kills nothing. Awesome. Yeah, um, I had a lot of mana issues, too. This is really weird, and testing had, like, no mana issues, and then during the tournament, I just had a lot of, like, really bad... I, I like, one hand, I had to take a screenshot of it. It was so bad. It was just, like... Oh, God, it was bad. Yeah, I had a lot of issues with my deck, just not being built right for the tournament. Like, I was playing, um... I was playing, um, I think it's Highborn Ghoul. It's like a 2-1 zombie intimidator. So it was like really, really good when we tested against like elves and stuff. Because like in the other creature matchups, you'd get kind of like, you'd hit like a stall sometimes. But it just, you know, like flies over basically, you know, and you just chip in damage and kill them that way. Well, intimidate on a 2-1 is fucking trash when everyone is playing zombies. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and so instead of that they were just playing like the one of persecute the one of contamination one or two main deck contamination mine were all on the board which was probably correct for an all zombies meta so at least identify that one correctly i was like oh i don't want that in my deck if i'm gonna play against zombies um but yeah i went um i think i went like two and four or no three and four or yeah, I think three and four is a seven-round tournament. Because I beat two non-zombie decks and one zombie deck. And then all my other losses were... Or no, one of my losses was to Marty Reanimator and the others were to zombies. Mm. Um, I lost to the Marty Reanimator deck where they were playing um, 
Blood Baron and they just hit they made like one main deck and they hit it game one on like a, a mill or something with like Faithful Sitting. I was like Alright, like I don't know. I just feel like I was getting like mized on the whole tournament. It was really frustrating. Yeah, it sucks. Um But I got to like fucking destroy someone playing um like a, a bant turnabout like uh um Turbo mana. I don't know how you describe it. Like the enchantments, like Utopia Sprawl enchantments, they give you like you know they tap for more mana, mm-hmm. and then like turnabouts, and then like um um. Is it a time spiral deck? Is it ti- like a time spiral deck? Basically, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Turbo time spiral. I just like aggroed them out game one, and then game two is like contamination. Contamination Gravecaller. What do you got? And they like go to tap some mana, and it makes them black, and they just like pause for a bit, then scoop the match. <laughs> Wow. I bet that guy had a lot of fun playing Magic that day. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Yeah. So, <laughs> and like, uh, so one of the, uh, there's like two enchantments in that deck, and one of them like gives the land the ability to make other colors, and so contamination just turns it off. And then the other one, like, actually, at the enchantment adds the mana. So that one, that's like your only way to get out from under a contamination. But you already have to have it in play because it costs green to cast. Yeah. <laughs> it's like three mana against the deck with dark ritual so <laughs> uh so yeah the tournament didn't go very well but i mean um i think someone else i lost to like top aided so like i lost to like players that did well and i was playing like the right deck but not tuned correctly it's so hard for a tournament like that it gives me a lot of appreciation for people that play like you know like day one standard or whatever because like you like you're you can you make a you can know. make a decent deck, but you have no idea what yeah. other people have figured out. There's like no information. It's like, like magic, but like back back in the day, like you you go to a tournament, like you were blind before the internet. How, yeah, like how tech does your deck need to be against itself, right? Like, yeah. yeah so like, I was it Todd Anderson is like known for being really good at that, right? Like, yeah, dude, I don't know. It's hard. And I was working with like a few other people. Like I was like bouncing ideas off of them, but like, I don't know just like should have realized that like zombies to us was clearly the best deck i was i kept being worried i had missed some other decks you know and i didn't really miss anything um i think i found all the like real decks so i just didn't like iterate enough i guess i was just i just thought there was gonna be like other stuff or people would play other stuff and i was like i don't think it's gonna be like all zombies it'll be like some zombies and it's like nope should have just like it was like hard to find really good cards for the mirror too. Like there aren't really any great mirror breakers. Uh, I think the best one people found that I didn't find was Grim Horror Specs, which is like the actual just like nuts card. Yeah, like it's pretty solid in the mirror. That's for sure. Like your zombies die, and then you get more straw cards when they die. It's like pretty good. Um, it's like a one-sided fecundity, basically. Um, so yeah, I did that. Um, and then I've been playing a lot with the companions online. I've been playing, um, ah, you are deck. the worst. I, see. I know. Oh yes. You know, I have a rental account, so, uh, I bought a Luris, uh, before I could rent it. And then once I could rent it, I rented it and sold my Luris at a profit. <laughs> um, and so I've been playing like the Grixis Delver deck. Uh, I've been playing Iceberg again because Iceberg is actually pretty solid. Luris um, does kind of a similar thing as Oko where it like gives you another threat to end the game with. It makes you better off against Burn, which is a really bad matchup. Um, and it makes you even better against the fair decks. 
The problem with Luris, though, is that it actually turns off a lot of our best hate against big mana, and it makes our board really weird. So it's actually been really hard to figure out big mana. Can't play Blood Moon no more. Yeah, I can't play Blood Moon unless you take out the Luris. And then, like, we were playing Ashiok as, like, split grave big mana hate, and then, like, you don't want Ashiok as grave hate because you want to play, like, Tormod's Crypt or Nihil Spellbomb to buy back of Luris. It's really good. Play it in the deck. What, Luris? Yeah, it's not good enough, main deck. You, well, I mean, you like you, you don't want card. You don't want to just play, like tap out on three for Alluris, like that you drew. Well, it's what I mean is like what I mean is like if if your holes are the big mana problem, why don't you just keep that big mana problem in your sideboard and then bring them in and just put Luris either in we the do, sideboard or the We do, but the stuff that Luris makes you play in your board for the other matchups is not good. Like it eats up slots differently. The board doesn't map out right anymore. I guess. Yeah, because I guess like I the, the cards that we were playing that like covered like we played Kalidus, right? Like Kalidus was insane against graveyard decks. It was insane against humans. It was insane against um burn. Uh it was like just you know, it hit like three types of deck. Kalidus cost four mana, I can't play it. So there's nothing else that really does that. Um like Ashiok was like a big mana grave split card. Can't play that. Like um blood moon we can play blood moon but then you don't have luris anymore which means you have a really hard time closing against big mana and it's like well fuck now we need a way to kill the big mana deck if we have blood moon so we have to put like tarmogoyf in the sideboard or something now tarmogoyf eating up sideboard slots and so like your luris eats up the sideboard slot itself so like the board just doesn't yeah it doesn't map out doesn't really as well I see now. yeah so like the deck is good but it like before i felt like with oko we could like cover like everything like we had like no like really big blind spots right like the deck was like pretty solid i don't want to say it was like favorite against everything because that's crazy but like it wasn't like shit against anything um you know it had like kind of bad burn and big mana matchups but we'd like massaged them to the point where they were like 40 45 you know on the on the bad side but like now it's just like you know you got to accept like what are you getting you know destroyed by and then it's like you know we'd play cards like weather of a storm against burn like that's the card if you want to like hate on burn Weather the storm's great, but like it's only good against burn. It doesn't do anything with Luris. So um yeah, the the it's just awkward. You can't really play like Vendelian click unless you want to like take out Luris in the Vendelian click matchup. All the really good cards against um big mana cost three and a lot of them are permanents. Um you can play like Unmoored Ego, but Unmoored Ego is like a grave hate card that doesn't play well with and doesn't do anything with Luris really, so it's like it's just hard. Um but uh, Luris is insane. Um, Grixis I mean, Delver is sweet. I think it's probably a better deck than Iceberg. Um, the uh, new uh, Sprite Dragon is insane. Yeah. The card is sweet. Yeah. It keeps the counters. It's everything you ever wanted. Um, I don't even remember the name of the old one now. Friendship Storm Chaser Mage. Spell Chaser Mage. I get the fuck out of here. What is this weak ass shit? Um, Storm Chaser. Yeah, Storm Chaser, get out. Friendship ended. Sprite Dragon is my new best friend uh card is really good um and what's really interesting um about why the reason why if people are curious why delver is showing up all of a sudden again like why does luris make delver good the reason that luris makes delver really good is that delver um always had issues with threat density um and like in in hitting the right ratio of spells to like threats luris lets you play less threats because you always have a luris as a threat 
and it buys back your limited number of threats. So you, you're able to play more spells, even though you're playing Mishra's Bobble, which is crazy because it's not a threat and it doesn't turn on, it doesn't flip Delver. Um, but you, you can still just play four fucking cards that don't flip anything because you're so much lower. You're like, you're down like, uh, like four to six threats from what you normally play. Loris just lets you cut like four to six creatures out of your deck, which is crazy. So even okay. if you put on four bobbles, you're like still up two spells from where you would be on an older version of Delver. Can we talk about the price of Mitra's bobble right now? It's online. insane online, right? It's like what, 60? Online is $55 and yeah. paper is $12. It's like the old what? times, man. Back when Bobble used to be like crazy expensive. Before I think Bobble reprinted. used to be more than that in paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's insane. Anyways, um, that's a good, I guess, segue into what we're going to talk about this week. I played uh, at uh, F and M. I played Esper Mentor, um, because Ikoria cards aren't legal yet in paper. So I've been playing the old, uh, the old unearth um esper mentor deck which is really funny because it plays a lot of the same cards that these new companion decks are playing it plays bobble it plays uh like thought scour it plays um unearth so like a lot like the the, the uh, theme of the deck and the idea of deck is actually really similar to like how a Luris deck plays about the Lurises, but you couldn't play it with Lurus because es- uh, mentor is a three drop it's kind of funny yeah we seeing a lot of musings with unearth and Lurus. so if they like, oh, you know, do you have one Luris? So they just kill it and you don't have a Luris anymore. Like, oh, but you can just unearth that bad boy uh, back. Uh, uh, yeah. Get you a new Luris. Um, but anyway, so that's like our big topic is companions. Big surprise. Anyone that's been paying any attention to magic lately. <laughs> companions are everywhere. They're omnipresent. They are practically <sighs> omnipotent. Um, they're really good. Uh, I don't know how Watsi missed this one. I, I really just, don't. I really, dude. I just, I can't get over why <laughs> these fucking cards are printed. I really. The can't. restrictions are not very restrictive. Um, they're but they're not an, even restrictions. Yeah, so not like they're the, very the, limited restrictions. I think the only thing you can say in Waltz's defense is the companions are creating a lot of. They're creating a lot of new takes on new takes on decks and new decks. Oh, definitely. They're, which they're is which is cool. For right. now, the so like <laughs> if you look at the companion deck, they they look sweet, and then you play it against, against it? them, and you're like, wait a minute, doing, I'm not having fun anymore. <laughs> doing literally thing, doing literally anything else other than playing a companion deck is just like it, it. Your deck just feels like fucking trash. It's like such, and and not even like like some decks can't. Right, like some decks yeah. don't fall into any of these categories that these companions, and if they do fall into one companion, it's like the the Woober companion, right? Like, yeah, it's just like, like it just doesn't feel fair for any of the other archetypes that aren't allowed to, like that can't really play them. Yeah, so, so I think so. Say, like, if you compare Giganta, the Woober. Um, like you must only have one pip or less companion versus something like Luris. Obviously, Luris is way more powerful. Mm-hmm. But if you compare Gigantha to a random deck without a companion at all, Gigantha's still insane. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, like Gigantha hey, seems insane in like five, the five I'm color Divisive like, deck, a guaranteed right? Guaranteed creature in my hand. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. A, yeah, like even as a dumb five mana five five, that's. 
it's pretty good just to always have it there available. You know, you get board wiped. Oh, I don't have any gas. Oh, look, here's a five five. Yeah, especially turn five. The turn after you get fucking board wiped. Like at its worst, it's a five five for five, yeah. which is fine. But it then like in Niv, it seems hot. Fucking Supreme right? Verdict. Tap, so th- tap a creature, cast a Niv. <laughs> so what what are the big complaints about about companion? They're they're the play patterns are um limit their play pattern limiting, right? That's like the biggest complaint short term. Uh it's like the the difficulty to interact with the companions. That's true. Yeah, they're difficult right. to get interact with. You can't thought seize them. You have to counter them. Um I mean, isn't that like the a big gripe? People people have so many gripes about the big mana decks in modern because like, oh, it's so hard to interact with lands. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah, well, it's pretty hard to interact with companions too. Yeah. Typically, you're only like fail safe for the format like pioneers. Oh, don't worry, it can't be dead degenerate because we have thoughtsies. Yeah, well, companion beats thoughtsies. Yeah. So either here, listen. Either get well, rid of them. Before we get to that, though, let's talk about why they're bad because we haven't fleshed that thought out completely yet. So let's let's tell the whole story of why they're bad. Why they're bad? Or why, why they're, they're broken. broken? Both. I, why why they're broken is different than why they're bad. Oh, what you mean, like bad for the game? Oh, they are intertwined. Like... Yeah, so I think they're broken because they're a free card, and they not only are a free card; they're usually a free card that does something. They, like in Luris's case, especially, yeah. you get more than just a card. In Luris's case, you usually get two cards. Um, but they're also broken because you. Are very consistent with them because you see it every game so you have the power level thing you have the consistency thing they're bad because of those reasons consistency too much consistency is not fun and too too much power is not fun but they're also bad because they're very stifling on what you can do there's only what 10 of them right right yeah and until they print more that's all you got and if playing with one of them is the best or nearly the best thing you could be doing that means you Every single deck is playing one of these 10 companions and based around it from now until whatever we get more. And then when we get more, you're only adding a few more to the pool. Cool diversity, Watsy. <laughs> and not all companions are created equal. No. So you're really only playing the, you know, three best, maybe maybe four best companions. Yeah. And if they ban the best ones, then there's just less companions to pick from. So you've the the limiting factor problem is not getting better. It's actually kind of getting worse, right? Like, right. Oh, we we banned Luris because Luris is busted. Now there's nine companions. Oh, great! Now I just have to build my deck with one of these nine cards instead of one of these ten cards. Yeah, like, we we all Yorion decks now. <laughs> yeah, was it? We're all Yorion decks now. Yeah, constructed is now an eighty card format. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, which format? Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> so yeah, so I don't know. So that's kind of like the basis I think we're operating off of here when we complain Except about Companion. Right? Vintage. What was that? Except for me, vintage. Vintage is probably a loot tree format. Yeah. So <laughs> that's the concerning factor, right? It's like loot tree is a great example, right? Like loot tree is not really good enough right now for modern and pioneer. But asterisk. But you ban some of the other ones and the answer is oh i just don't play companions now it's no i play lutri right yeah like the the restriction is is it makes it harder and not worth using compared to the other companions of less restrictive restrictions but 
it is still better than not playing one. <laughs> and so, like, I just feel like we're going to peel back these layers of the youngin until we end up in a place where, like, we're left with Kahira and, like, Karuga. I don't even know. Like, <laughs> the the not as good ones. Which it's effectively is just banning companions But then you're altogether. still going to see people with their fucking tribal cat decks. Yeah. And so I it's mean, like, which ones, which ones are actually bad enough to coexist with the rest of the format, right? Because right now, I think the only stuff that can really, like, hold a candle to the companion decks is maybe, like, big mana. Just because big mana doesn't necessarily care about the inherent card advantage you get from companion. Like, that's always been big mana's thing, right? Like, oh, you can have all your fancy pants fucking card advantage because I have a, sure. a huge mana advantage. I'm going to end the game before you actually cast those cards. Sure. And so you can't actually capitalize on that card advantage. That's like, that's kind of, and like, I would say like, you know, like the combo decks sometimes can do that as well, but Luris, uh, in particular really kind of punishes that by being so consistent because you're playing it in like a turbo Xerox deck, right? Like you have so many cantrips, you're going to see the hate cards very consistently. Um, yeah. I, I heard, I thought like ad nauseum did very well in some online event recently, mm-hmm. but I don't know if that's a, a indicator of anything or. Yeah, it's an easy fix, right? <laughs> the uh, the Luris decks can hot patch that. <clears throat> so, I guess we want to like take a look at some of these decks because the thing is, is while while this is like broken and it's really concerning for the long time, like long term health of the game and these formats, they are sweet decks. Like they're fun, right? Like. To play with at least for me they've been fun and playing against them has been fun for now i think i think especially um like some of these legacy decks have been really hot fire yeah like the 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 stupid what's it gyurda mm-hmm. doom of depths legacy deck yeah. yeah yeah because you know <laughs> that's a format that has a, a card called a lion's eye diamond that's legal yeah. For those of you who don't know what Lion's Eye Diamond is, it's Black Lotus, but you have to discard your hand. Well, campaigns are in your hand, so for Gaiuda, it's Black Lotus. So someone said they like there was like a, a Twitch. Someone was like streaming their Gaiuda deck, and they mulligan to one card. It was Lion's Eye Diamond. They drew for turn. It was a second Lion's Eye Diamond, and they won the game on turn one. Wow. That it's makes like Dred- LED, fun. LED, Dredge, Dredge Garuda, got nothing on this shit, man. Like, like LED, LED, Garuda, Mill 4, Spark Double, Mill 4, Spark Double, Mill 4, some other stupid clone fucking card, Mill 4, Dragonlord Colgan, you die. Woo! You know what we should be really thankful for is that these Garuda decks can't play, um, the the fuck the force the, of will no the yeah that no the uh the artifact that lets you remulligan serum powder oh serum powder Could you will imagine if serum powder was like four mana like ah <laughs> no please yeah it's gross oh my god like they could go oh, just you just serum powder into the led hands right like you can play serum powder in your zerda deck which is another legacy deck well that's hot maybe people haven't gone deep enough yet so, like, the Zerda is the Boros um, companion, and its, its restriction is all permanents in your deck must have an activated ability. Like lands, those have activated abilities. And all your activated abilities cost two less, but they can't be one. They can't be less than one. So it's training grounds, stapled to a companion. 
So those the training grounds effects makes cards like basalt monolith and grim monolith really good. Busted. <laughs> Really busted. They just become infinite mana, and then, you know, you can go get... You can play fucking Walking Blister, because that sure has some activated abilities, There's right? No Wake Thrasher needed. <laughs> yeah, and... And you can cast it off of an LED, because it costs three mana. How about that? Oh, man. But they're sweet, right? Like, these decks are sweet! I, I assume it's a Mystic Forge deck, like... Yeah, like really sweet. It's cool too because there's like a lot of cards being played that haven't been played as much. Like everyone's playing Seal Fire in Modern now because of uh, yeah, Loris. Because of Loris. Where the fuck did that come from? Like, oh, like 2020, everyone's got a Seal of Fire and and an Earth or two in their deck. Like, it's like we haven't seen this kind of technology since people were playing Tar Fire for their Tarmogoids. Yeah, yeah, and like everyone's got like Tormod's crypt in their sideboard, like. No, no, we're not a surgical extraction format anymore. We play Tormod Script here. Hold on, hold on. Like, I'll tell you. I'll tell you how much Tormod Script is right now. Oh, online, probably it's probably insane. Um, yeah, all the zero mana artifacts online were like prize and mox opal. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, and then like in the stupid Just Sky. So the deck you were talking about before, um, a couple weeks ago, John, the Just Sky Breach Emery combo deck. Yeah. They just. <laughs> They just play four fucking Lurus in the deck. Main deck. Not as a companion, just because then yeah. you couldn't play Emery, which would be a travesty. Mm-hmm. But you just play four your Lurus, and Lurus is basically Emery. Yeah, it's Emery five through eight. <laughs> I mean, you can't like cheat And you can use easily, Lurus. But... Lurus can play Underworld Breach from the graveyard. That got that one. That's is, crazy. That one is like, when I realized that, I like, I lost my shit. I was like, this is... This is bad. This is dangerous. This is not good. Yeah. <laughs> this is very bad. I've heard like whispers of um an Obosh like Ponza deck. Yeah, that's been going around. Cause you go like, you know, Dork into Stone Rain into Glorybringer into well, into Obosh into Glorybringer. Yeah. <laughs> and you just You'll... blow shit up. Yeah, like eight, eight to a fucking creature yeah, when it attacks. Exert for eight. <laughs> the dragons have arrived. Oh. And it hits you for eight, too? Yeah. You can still play all your blood moons and bullshit because it's three mana. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so like they're interesting, right? And I I I've I've built a few Lutri decks and then man, I'm like, Lutri is hot, man. Lutri's fun. Cause you know me, I I'm Mr. Highlander, right? In in modern. I've always been building these bad modern Highlander decks. Yeah. Now I gotta pay off. So they're gonna they're probably gonna ban Luris, right? Because Luris is hella busted. So then then people will probably just play Yorion, because Yorion's pretty good. But then eventually, once they ban Yorion, Lutri time. The piles. <laughs> Lutri pile. Yeah. No, I uh I pre-ordered a Lutri because it was like a buck and some change or something. <laughs> it's like I ain't buying Luris, that's just getting banned. But Lutri so here's the question is Loris getting banned before or after a card like Mishra's Bobble are we gonna have are we gonna have another um Rexing. bridge from below bridge from below yeah 
Well, what we're going to see is what happened with Mox Opal. Is that the card Dude, that has been printed Mox for Opal ages? Deserved that was a ban. Not the issue. Mox Opal deserved a ban. I'm that sorry. That was dude. not the issue of the format. Got banned. That card has been in every busted deck forever. <laughs> but has it ever been the issue? Yes. No. Yeah, so you know what's a really None sweet of those deck decks right exist now? without Opal. Lightning Bolt goes into busted decks. Is Lightning Bolt an issue? No. Lightning Bolt doesn't usually go into unfair, unfun. No, it goes into like Jund. It goes into like Jund. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lightning Bolt is what made Splitter Twin get banned. That's a hot take. <laughs> Definitely. Facts. 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 <laughs> oh, no, but there's like Urza is still a still very much a deck, and in fact, everyone, uh, I guess, there's this Yurion Urza deck running around. Yeah, Urza's Urza's still is bad. Still is. Just as bad as it was when we banned Mox. Sorry, I'm, I'm gonna spring off into a why did we ban Mox Opal conversation that I've had a thousand times. Please. Continue. Or we could talk for an hour about why we banned Summer Bloom. I mean, it's basically the same thing, right? I mean, I'm yeah. They should have just banned the real wrong. problem card, Primeval Titan. <laughs> yeah, actually. Cosmic <laughs> <laughs> Growth Chamber. Wrong. Come on. Oh man. Show me the, the, the power of Amulet. Amulet. No, the real power. Penalty. No, the real power. Smigil Chamber. Perfection. <laughs> Without Bounce Lands, the deck the deck doesn't exist. That's all I'm saying. Doesn't it? Not really. But no, no. Bounce Lands, the Amulet's on a deck. No. Guess not. You're just playing Bad Scapeshift at that point. Yeah. Yeah, also known as Titan uh Titan Field. Yeah. <laughs> They're uh, also actually just Falcon decks. So the Urza so decks <laughs> that are still floating around, are they not just as oppressive? Not right at the moment. Luris is just dumpstering everything. But like, if we take Luris out of the equation, like. We're having a whole different podcast at that point. <laughs> then it's like, like Uro into like. Like. Goose into Uro into like you know this shit's fucked when it made everyone forget about Uro. Like <laughs> like that card's still a thing. Like Uro's still legal. Yeah, yeah. I know. Everyone's like Uro, fuck that. Loris is my new best friend. Uro's fucking busted in half. Like the yeah, card is insane, and everyone's like three mana permanent? Fuck that shit. I'm playing Luris. No no Uro's here. Like so, so they're, by their fucking logic, they should just keep printing busted cards. At 4 CMC or above. Yeah. Or 3 or above. 3, three or above. Only if they're permanents. Only on permanents. The spells can be one mana, it's fine. <laughs> no, that's totally cool. That's okay. Ugh. We don't care about that. I played against well, the... why? Oh yeah, so why is Luris only permanents? When all the other players yeah. are like all like Kur like Karuga, why does Karuga not say only permanence when Luris says only permanence? Yeah, because they were like, we need a push card. We need to push this set. Yeah, well, no, like, they, if they you literally, could still this card play is obviously spells. the one that was most like most workshopped, right? Right. Like, it's like, yeah. What is it? Just because Karuga would be just a strictly better like cat companion in the creatureless decks like 
I guess it'd be like, a five four that draws a card instead why of a does it have life link like the only other card that the only other companion that has a keyword is Yorian has flying and Kahira has vigilance yeah but like and the other one has flash which one has flash oh Lutri, Lutri. I guess Lutri. Has, it's fl- I guess flash yeah but you flash from the, the companion zone yeah <laughs> appears from your sideboard yeah, I don't know. Luris is just, uh... Yeah. Wait. Can you imagine they gave Obosh haste? <laughs> oh my god. Or when even worse, you... Gigantha. When you start the game, you have to announce your companion, correct? Yes. Yes. Does it have to stay out of your deck box? Yes. It has to be... It like, has you, to be I visible. Mean, it has to be I mean, visible. You, could, you, like, you present it, right? You show it. It has to be visible, is what I understand. Oh, okay. Because people forget. Yeah, it needs I mean, to be. I mean, I, I was just thinking that would be like a tech thing to do, right? Like, here's well, my companion. Put it in my box. No, no, I believe. Because well, then what happens is like, here's my companion, and you start playing. I put it in my box, and you play something that doesn't go align with your companion. You say, hey, you're cheating. You could you showed a companion. You're like, no, I didn't. That's just yeah. a card of my sideboard. Yeah. And then, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> he said. He said. She said. Yeah. In competitive REL. I guess yeah. Speaking of competitive, uh, uh, maybe we should talk about this later. But um, yeah, I just bring it up later. Never mind. <laughs> okay. Uh, but this Urosa deck looks like fucking awesome fun. Awesome. I will fun. say that it's playing Galvanic Blast, so I'm that's like the only red in the deck. on board. <laughs> and it's 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 basically if you're playing Galvanic Blast, it's basically just a teamer deck this is just the deck before oko got banned yeah it's just got urza it's the same deck with 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 uro sorry not urza but uro yeah this deck looks like fun but it also looks so absurdly oppressive that i still again was mox opal really the issue yes it was an issue Urza is also very busted, but like, yeah. If we were to ban Urza and unban Mox Opal, KCI don't roll your eyes at me. Can, don't roll your eyes at me. Could you build a KCI deck with Luris? No, because Carcass no, Car- KCI four. is for Yorion. Which wait, no? Oh no! You no no no, 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 no! You play with the uh, the one that makes stuff cheaper. Yeah, with Zerda. Yeah, you play you play Zerda KCI. Yeah. Does that help? I don't know if there's any activated abilities that cost more than one mana. You could add them. Yeah. Doesn't or, or you KCI, just play or you just KCI play Umori and you play activation. only artifacts and now all your artifacts cost one less. <sighs> we're yeah. growing. This is is this what we're doing? Are we growing? Is isn't like you're you're. Your chromatic stars and spheres are now free? 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 Uh, F-R-E-E, that spells free. Another card that everyone's forgotten about. Veil of Summer. No one's talking about Veil of Summer anymore. Yeah. Because Veil of Summer wasn't that... Veil of Summer's also just not busted. What? Card's absurd! It's super anti-interaction. It's a two for one on any interaction. Like, but is it like? 
But does it define a deck? No, that's the problem. It just goes in everything. All these, like, 2019 sideboard cards, that's why they're so cancerous. You just, like, you don't have to think about it. You're just like, what colors am I? Oh, okay, let's throw in a Dovin's Veto, an Aether Gust, a Veil of Summer, like, a Mystical Dispute. Like, they're, like, super brain-dead sideboard cards. It's like, hey, treat like, do I control? Good. Why would, like, but but then you'd lose access to Veil Summer. Oh, you're right. We'll just play pants. Ugh. Rip blue-white. Yeah. Yeah, so the issue is just, like, if you look at sideboards for, like, any kind of, like, like modern magic deck, like, especially the blue ones, like, they, the sideboards are not interesting like they used to be. They're just, like, the same cards over and over. It used to be you had to, like, pick and choose what you wanted to play, and now it's just, like, oh. Like, oh, like, here's a sample Urza deck. Uh, we got some Veil Summer, some Aether Gust, a Damping Sphere, Ceremonious Rejection. Yeah. Yeah, they just, like, Mystical all, like, Dispute, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <sighs> yeah. The sideboards are really boring. Really boring. I saw people arguing on the internet today about Yorion. What about it? About like, oh, like having an 80 card deck, like, isn't that big a deal if you just. Because all those extra cards are just going to be like tutors or cantrips, and so your overall consistency is not hurt that much. But you get a fucking Yorion. Yeah. And other people are like, "Oh well, you're just underestimating how much how less consistent your deck's going to be now that it's eighty cards." Blah blah blah. But I don't know, man. The um, like the ephemerate creature combo Yorion deck seems pretty good. It's really good until you start interacting with it. <laughs> we were playing the four-color snow deck against it, and, like, they just kind of sit there and let you punch them in the face. <laughs> like, like if you can play around Ephemerate, and the problem is, is, turns out, Seal of Fire is fucking nuts against Ephemerate <laughs> with, with uh, Luris. Yeah. Because you just, like, put the fucking Seal of Fire on the stack, and you're like, are you going to Ephemerate now? Oh, okay, bolt the guy you have tried to ephemerate. Oh, seal of fire resolves? Cool. You never get to ephemerate now. Like, because then, like, what do they do? Like, oh, you know, they you pass turn to them, they don't do the ephemerate, they pass back, they still haven't ephemerated, and you're like, um, seal of fire, you're dude. And they're like, what do they do? They let it die? Okay, recast seal of fire, go. Or do they ephemerate? Okay, now I bolt. Like, so, like, Seal of Fire Luris is insane against that. And, like, they're just playing, like, creatures. Like, they're just trying to come off of creatures. So, like, Ephemerate's their their main form of protection. But it just gets completely shed on by Luris plus Seal of Fire. I mean, they're still playing Teferi. It's like a five-color deck. Oh, then, yeah, I have seen some versions playing that. When we were playing play it, I don't think they Niv played Mizzet. Teferi yet. But, yeah. <laughs> was that? The one I saw was even playing Niv-Mizzet. And Bring to Light. Ugh. Yeah. But Yurioning your Niv Mizzet seems hot. <laughs> and they're playing like, like Oath overkill. of Kaya. So you like Oath of Kaya is like removal that you can get value from blinking. Mm-hmm. And it's a, like I think it's a Utopia Sprawl deck too. So it, I don't know. The, the deck looks like a hoot to play. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, the uh, because you the, could even do stupid shit like oh, you know, like Kaya's 
um, oh, like Oath of Kaya, you know, kill your dude, I gain three. Teferi, minus targeting my Oath of Kaya, draw a card, replay the next turn, kill another thing, gain some life. So it's like, I saw someone trying to, I think, yeah, it was Sam. Sam's like desperately trying to, you know, like close the game out. And the guy's just like, Helix, your dude. Draw a card, Helix, your dude. Yurion, Helix, your dude. Ugh. Yeah. And then you can just ephemerate your Yorion, right? And then just. Ephemerate's a sweet card, dude. Ephemerate is a sweet card. Flicker on rebound is double chef's kiss. <laughs> I kind of wanted to build that deck like way back when it, you know, first became a Bad thing. Soul order. Yeah. Yeah. Seems sweet. Never got around to it. Now I think the deck's obsolete. Yeah, definitely. The Yorian version is just better. Meanwhile, in uh, in Pioneer, man, it got taken over temporarily by the uh the mono white devotion decks playing um they're playing they're all playing yoria now but they were playing um was like the white black deck <laughs> with luris the saram auras deck or whatever oh it was yeah, like yeah. at the first like one of the first batches of uh were they their pts right the pioneer yeah PTs. it was like the first pioneer pt and like it there's like ken yuka heroes deck right and uh <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the Orzov Auras deck, and like they're like, oh, we'll just jam fucking Luris in here. <laughs> like, oh my god, why? Like the first like challenge after the companions came out was just <laughs> all that deck. I, someone must have posted a list or something, because yeah, it just dominated yeah, things. It's 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 free. Yeah, it's and now free. now it looks like everyone's playing uh, Yorion Mono White Devotion, so that's cool. Ironically enough, uh, Demir Inverter of Truth does not uh, not get to play. I don't think any companions really, right? I guess they could like play Yorion, but that but sounds why? not good. <laughs> I guess like you could blink your your oracles. You could play Garuda if you just cut all your one mana spells. Oh, you know, your thought seizes, your ops, your fatal pushes. Yeah, you don't need those. Yeah, sue those. Get that shit out of here. Those cards are trash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see? We don't need to ban anything from Vera. We just need to print companions. It is mildly concerning, though, I have to say, looking at the, the latest challenge, that there's as much <laughs> as much Demir Inverter of Truth still in the rankings <laughs> with with companion being a thing and not playing a companion. That's, like, kind of interesting. It just means the deck is busted. Why? Well, that or, <laughs> like... Why anything else? It could mean that, or it just means that the the companion decks are still very fresh and not tuned. Yeah. Right? Like, it's like week one... It's kind of like week one decks, right? Yeah. So, the real, the real question is... I mean, is... like, the Lotus Beach deck doesn't have a companion either. Mm-hmm. So I think the real question is, do we think that anything will get banned before the English paper release of the set? Yes. Although, I don't know. Underworld Breach can just play Luris. Although, no, because <laughs> they don't have any pressure to do so. 
I think the pressure to ban cards is a, is really based off of like F and M and like I don't know times where people just really actually gather to play Magic. You think they want to like risk the backlash of like banning cards after people bought stuff again, though? Uh, yeah. But but banning care. a card before it's available is, I would assume, a disaster for sales, right? Maybe I don't know. Like te- theoretically, this set should already be a disaster for sales. Yeah, yeah. You can't go to the stores to play your pre-releases or anything. So why are you right. going to go buy product? And then right. you're going to say, "Oh, we're just going to ban this card before it's even out." Like, okay, why? Why should I ever want to go buy this product? Yeah, because it's but, got Trilands, uh, fetchable Trilands, baby. Yeah, whatever. On the flip side, on the flip side, it's kind of like, why should they like the mentality being like? If it's already gonna, it's it's gonna be way too long for anybody to buy any of the products. By the time they, by the time the products start selling, like most people who wanted the certain like specific cards are already gonna buy them. They're not gonna go and buy packs and try to open. Like I think a lot of the 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 hype around like pre releases and like release dates is that people who really want a certain card are gonna go out and buy a box. They're gonna dig for that card, and maybe that's not like the majority of people, but that's like. Every, you know, one out of a hundred players goes and buys a box to get a few certain select cards. And I will say that that doesn't exist now. They're just going to go buy the card separately. So why does Wizards care whether or not they ban it now or later? Companions probably really fun in like pre-release. Absolutely. And like I've heard it's like I've heard it's pretty unfun and limited actually. But that's draft. So you can draft around your companion that you get or whatever. I'm saying like trying to make your shitty pool work with the whatever companion you got. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's just like everyone's bashing that, shitty companion decks the, into another, and that might be kind of fun. I've really been enjoying seeing people posting their 60 card Yorion decks, their draft decks. Oh, well. Yeah, I've been I've really been losing because I'm like, of... that's a really shitty looking standard deck. And I'm like, oh, oh wait. it's a draft deck. <laughs> like, oh, wow. They played everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. The other thing I'll say that I really dislike about the whole companion thing is basically every other card in the set has become relevant. No one's talking about any other card in the set. No one gives a shit about any of the other mechanics. Yeah, I haven't heard dick yeah. about Trilands, and it's like Trilands. Yeah. Like the only Trilands. card I've heard, like the only other card I've heard of, like basically at all, is like Footfall Crater in a Traverse Shadow Luris deck. I don't even remember what that card does. It's an enchant land where you can tap to give something Trample and Haste. Oh hey. Look at that. And it cycles. Cycles for one. So you can cycle it and then replay with your Luris. And it's a T so it's a TBR you always have. Kind oh, of. Fancy. So it's a TBR that doesn't rot in your hand because you don't have it's not the time for TBR. You can cycle that shit. That's and then Luris, Luris I'm it okay back. with I'm okay with that, because man, TBR is a fucking stinker sometimes. Like we've like I've said before on the podcast. Not a fan. I mean it doesn't give double strike, but who needs that? Trample haste is what you're really there for. Hmm. And I wonder the if trample. Teamer Delver is really good right now. Or like Teamer In what format? Teamer something in modern. Why would you play a rug Delver deck? Because 
there's no Luris. <laughs> well, you would just you would just flash two fletchlines to be black or white. Because then you're not really messing up your mana all that much. Yeah, you are. Or you could just play a Triland, right? That just has that has white or black in it. What? And then that's just like one of the first lands you fetch. No, it's not. You need to cast up every turn in your Delver deck. You're high. Well, I, that's why I backtrack. I didn't. I, I, did I backtrack? In my you brain backtrack because you realized you're fucking raw. <laughs> no, 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 no. Maybe not a Delver deck, but like a Teamer something deck. It's probably not bad with like Tarmogoyfs. Might be. It might be something. Just play. I, I just play iceberg. Stuff. Just play iceberg. I don't want to play fucking iceberg. It's hot. And it's cold. <laughs> it's yes and it's no. All right, Steven, here's the here's the challenge of, of the, the week. I need you to build a modern Karuga deck. What's that card do again? It's the dinosaur hippo. Uh, I saw a list for Legacy, a Karuga deck, and it was kind of hot. It was like... Um, it was playing like the spirit guides and like the fast mana. Um, Can't humans oh yeah, do I it pretty that. easily? Like ancient tomb and all that shit, and like blood moons. I want to say. Yeah, so, I don't think it was blood moon. Was it not but blood moon? It was playing dismembers oh, and tra- force it was of wills. Yeah. Can't humans just play that pretty easily? What? No. No, you're uh, thinking of Gigantha. Oh, all right, sorry, sorry. Gigantha is pretty free for humans. Which one's which one's Kruger? Kruger's the, the one where everything has to cost three or more. <laughs> oh, yeah. Serum powder, three mana. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a legacy Kruger deck. I should remember. I guess what... you could build a ramp deck that can do that. Yeah, but you can't play one mana ramp. They're playing. Uh, they're playing. Uh, cards that have, like cycling and stuff. They're playing like Stiflebird and like. What do you mean? Yeah, you, mean, John? Like you can play obstructionist. Um, the spirit guides, mm-hmm. ancient tombs, force of wills, force of negations. Search for tomorrow is not bad actually. Yeah, the forces. Oh, yeah, uh, search for tomorrow is hot. hot. Yeah, that's good tech. That's what I'm saying. You just play a ramp deck. Um, I'm on to something. That's like the only really good ramp spell you can play, though. I mean, no, no, no. That's the that's the only yeah, good no ramp bloom. Sorry, good ramp spell you can play. But that's what you just said. What I mean is, there are other ramp spells out there that we just haven't thought of because they're not one or two mana. <laughs> they're not good. <laughs> I love the fact that's the that's the con- the really concerning part about these companions is you're like, yeah, so we just got to think of these shitty fucking cards to play with our companion because the companion's so good, it doesn't matter that we're putting all these shitty cards in our deck. Facts. Like I should just build a 80 card amulet deck so I can play Yorion, right? Yes. Clearly. Just play a Royal Grazers. You could even play Elvis Rejuvenator and blink that shit for more lands. You blink the Titan too, two more lands. Every utility land you've ever cut because you didn't have space, <laughs> back in the deck. Get the fuck in there. We're and playing like, we're playing all the Karoos. So I wasn't even sure, a- <laughs> you know. I don't know if I should play four Zeus's or four Dryads. Play them both. Play four Explorers too while you're at it. Poor Kane Elastos. Oh, so you play, can also play and, more helicots. And you can play the um the Lotus with Suspend. Lotus Bloom. <laughs> Lotus Bloom. Yes. Yeah. 
Because Castle Garenbrig doesn't cast Yorion very well. <laughs> no. Wait, does Yorion... That casts Lotus Bloom. Doesn't it? What? Does, uh, what's his face cast Lotus Bloom? What? No, no, Yorion. No, no. no Yorion's the one that, that flicker with your board when it comes what's to play. The, I get, get all these names mixed up. No, these, no, I don't enough. think any of these cards interact favorably with Lotus Bloom. Luris. You cannot cast it because it does not have a mana cost. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Feels bad. <laughs> but that's why you just play Legacy with the LED. Yeah. It does not have a mana cost. What the fuck? Yeah, man. What the bullshit is that? <laughs> Nox? Oh, no. It's crazy how, like, I think spell oh, snares... can play delve spells. Yeah, I can. <laughs> but then how are you filling your yard? Any lands like that you have to be You have to be playing stupid cycling bullshit. But yeah. then it's like... Then it's like you're playing Living End, but you can't actually play Living End because you're playing the hippo. <laughs> uh, huh. Yeah, little brewing session here. I just want to play Lutri decks, man. I got my Grixis list already figured out. I had to buy an end of the story. I didn't have one. Does into it have at story. least one into the royal? No, God, why? We're not scraping the barrel that deep, dude. Oh, my bad. Yeah, he's playing. Uh, was it Blink of an Eye much better? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm trying to think like what the most egregious card I was playing in that deck was. Which one? In the the Grixis one. I don't um, know which one card. It's yeah. like your Mario Hander had some <laughs> some hot fire. Yeah, it had like harsh scrutiny in it. Yeah, that was probably among the most more questionable cards. Yeah. Uh yeah, what else is it? that deck had some yeah, I think I was playing like Hex Parasite. The Rebel Master was good. Rebel Master, yeah. Holy shit. I'm an idiot. You can just play Lurus in White Affinity. <laughs> but Got you just him. have to but you just have to cut Batter Skull, Sophie, and and uh yeah, and you, Champion. Stoneforge and Lurus don't go well together. No. No, that's why you play all the glitters. Yeah, you play all that glitters, you play Stoneforge Mystic, and you play... Oh, yeah, because you can still Stoneforge. Yeah, you can actually get plating. Uh, so you Holy can play shit. Stoneforge. All right. Usually Stoneforge is very bad, because, like, what equipment would you want? But but it's uh, actually real No, good. if only you could go get Skull Clamp. <laughs> if only. Skull yes. Clamp with Luris? Gets GTA in Legacy. Buys that one, that stupid idiot back. <laughs> clamp it, draw two, replay it. Oh. Clamp again? Give him the clamps. Give him the clamps. For free? Give them the clamps. Yeah, Memnite Lurus Skull Clamp. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. The high train keeps it rolling. Yeah. Alright, I'm brewing, guys. <laughs> You're kitty kitty. You're brewing. I'm brewing. Oh, I'm, I'm a brewing. Man, if this if this could make affinity good again, you could do anything with companion. You can just Dude. slap all that glitters on the Lurus and gain a ton of life. <laughs> just life like God. Oh, oh man. 
Or you put all that glitters on your stupid vault scourge, then kill your vault do, scourge. Do you the, just replay the vault scourge, and extra you replay the all the glitters. You can build, you can buy back your welding jar every turn. You can welding jar every single turn. Yeah. Endless jars. <laughs> Endless all the jars. Wait, no, this might actually be a real thing. Holy shit. Maybe. I think it could be. What do you lose? You lose. Champion. champion champion is the biggest thing, right? Yeah. You lose thoughts thoughtcast. Well, you don't play thoughtcast in the newer version. Mm. If anything, you would just be Wait, uh, no you don't. You can still play thoughtcast. I'm dumb. Yeah, you can, but Oh, sure. But you would you would just play the Your mana is so much white, worse now. The white removal spell. Dispatch. Dispatch. Nice. I, yeah, actually, this this deck is all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna table this. I'm actually and then then oh, you put can just executioner's capsule. Oh. Yeah, Wait, dude, the capsules are good. There's a sunbeam. executioner's capsule. And you can oh, play yeah, the spell absolutely. bombs. You can play sunbeam spell bomb against burn. I Ooh. went there. I've already I've already Ooh. plotted this one out. Ooh. <laughs> I've been doing some thinking. Jeez, <laughs> sunbeam spell bomb. Sunbeam yeah. spell bomb. That's a card, <laughs> man. I was like, what card with Luris really takes a fat dump on burn? And what does the what does the black spell bomb do? Necrogen spell bomb? Do they like discard a card or something? It's bad. I think it's worse than that. It's really bad. Yeah, Necrogen spell bomb is not a good card. Uh let's see here. Dude. Alright, yeah, this is uh Uh let's see. This is becoming much more of a real thing now. You can play um you can play either spell yeah, bomb. I discard a card of their choice. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it could be worse. Uh, you could play Aether Spellbomb and use it to bounce your Luris to protect it from removal. So, is it... Oh, no, because you can't play Luris in your... You can't play Luris in your main deck if you have it in your companion's You slot. just play Life Spark Spellbomb and turn all your lands into 3-3s. Three <laughs> no that's, need... that's definitely it, yeah. <laughs> you don't need any Nissa's. It's just Nissa. Luris is also Nissa. But it draws a card while it makes it a 3-3. Oh, you lose some pretty... That just sounds like Oko with extra steps. <laughs> I'm over here still brewing. Oh, oh my um, god. Dude, we should play that in uh, in Iceberg, man. Like, th that's our threat right there. So that, that is one thing to, to note, that Luris is one of the companions that cannot be in the deck that it's a companion of. Yeah. Most of the other ones one can. Yeah. Um... Even blue tree can. Yeah. Yep. But, oh shit! I should have bought a second blue tree. As a, duh, you should just yeah. It was like a buck, whatever. I don't actually know if it's good enough. Um, honestly, I mean, it's not. It's not. Yeah, it's like, like great. It's okay. It's not a, great, but it's also card, like it's... a get gotcha sort of thing, right? If yours is already on the battlefield, then it's kind of like. Yeah, it's. It feels really good to blue tree a factor fiction. All I'm gonna say. Does it feel better or worse than resolving a factor fiction when there's an Uro in the pile? That feels real nice. I don't know, man. You look at 10 cards. <laughs> Two fobs is 10 cards, man. Yeah. You're like, probably at least like four of them are going to the yard plus the factor fiction. Yeah. You can still snap it. Lutri doesn't exile it. Oh, I thought you were saying, like, you literally there your opponent's factor fiction. No, my own. I did that. I did. A, I had a practice game against Sam where it was like, yeah, I'm gonna 
fucking cast this factor fiction than flash in my loot tree. Make pile? Okay. Make another pile. <laughs> oh, I have all this sweet crap in my yard now. Uh, Snapcaster range? Does it? Play Torrential yeah. Gear Hulk to buy back your factor fiction? So, do you play Eldrazi Displacer in your Yorion deck? Huh. Can you play <laughs> Walking Ballista for for a lot from Lurus? Uh, no. I don't believe so. The, the cost Cause, of the Because when you try the... and cast it, um, the mana cost is more than two, right? Right, but no. you. But by that point, it's already on the stack. No. You're already casting it. There was uh, there was a lot of discussion with judges about this. You you like you like uh, choose what X is, and then you pay the cost. Mm -hmm. So you choose X to be four, and then it's more than two, so Lurus can't actually do the thing. It's not like you it's onto the stack, and before Lurus checks what's going on, no, no, no. Yeah, that's like you, uh, X is determined before yeah, you've paid any think mana. Think about Amoto when it. you ever cast like a fireball, Steven. No, I understand. It's just, yeah. I mean, it's it's just a, one of those weird interactions. Yeah. Hmm. Same Plus for it. explosives. You can't explosives for three with Lurus. Oh wait, you can't play <clears throat> Seeming Spirit Guide. No. Okay. No Spirit Guide. That's that's kind of annoying, but I'll make it work. You played in your Karuga deck. Yeah. What about Omori? Yeah, I, this I would is the companion that KCI would have played. Yeah, this, I would think that artifact would be the best type to choose because it's a generic mana cost reduction. Yeah, not a colored mana cost reduction. Creature is kind of interesting. Put this in like your pioneer, like stupid, uh, like mono three drops and Denimore Elf deck because you can play all the adventure cards because mm -hmm. yeah. they're creatures. Yeah, it's a four it's, five it's, for four that draws a card. Like the stat line on it is quite good. I think it actually has the best stat line out of all of them, doesn't it? Um, yeah, it does. I guess, yeah. It, do, it draws a card four five. For a five four. mana five three that deals double damage, so it's basically a six five is not the worst. A four or five flyer for five is but the not the, bad. the ooze doesn't draw a card. Yeah, it does. It says enters the battlefield. Oh, I'm Which dumb. I read it as I read it as draw a card for some reason. What's wrong type. with me? No. I was like, this card's busted. Why is no one playing it? I'm bad. <laughs> okay, that's better. I thought it said as an ETB's draw a card. I was like, why would they put that on there? No, no. Okay, okay. No, that's better. That's better. Four five for four is like, eh. It's Dead Bridge Goliath, right? No, it's a five five, huh? I don't remember. There's definitely some vanilla format of four or five out there. Oh. It's kind of like a, a mini heartless summoning that doesn't shrink all your idiots. Oh, well, <clears throat> we'll play it with the Omnix list of Fallen. Wait, wait, wait. You just play it in your heartless summoning deck, then it's two mana for a three four that makes Omnix list two mana. <laughs> so good. Man, too bad they banned Once Upon a Time. <laughs> Could you imagine? Wow. Oh, wait, no, that wouldn't work. It has to be all creatures. Yeah. Oh, you can't even play Part of the Summoning. Yeah, it's not a creature. All enchantment. Part of the Summoning in your all enchantment deck? Mm, yeah. <laughs> enchantment creature? 
do make giant get in my deck <laughs> yeah you can just play um heartless summoning your bitter blossom deck <laughs> huh a skill from one denombo you need something that really likes dying triggers <laughs> it's an enchantment yeah oh they printed one it's a three mana enchantment that makes a one one when it comes into play and it's like blood artist it doesn't do anything. So you just regain the life that you. <laughs> no, I guess it's, it's, you break even for when you drain them. Yeah, there's definitely got to be an enchantment out there that just drains an opponent. Yeah, you just play like a curse. It's just a curse with It's a curse of the bloody heart with extra steps. <laughs> <laughs> or pierced heart or whatever the red one. Yeah, pierced like, heart. Yeah. <laughs> or it's like I'm the red Honden. <laughs> Wait, we just play Umori in the Honden deck. That's uh, that's the GIF for the YouTube video, <laughs> or the 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 title image, title card. You're just like base green white, so you can still well, play you broke stuff modern? like um. <laughs> so you can play like the O Ring enchantments, and then with what is it? Is it Banishing White? No, um, I'm forgetting the name. The four mana flash O Ring that cycles. Oh, um, it, it's four mana. Um, bet. Yeah, that one, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, the one <laughs> from a Moncat, right? Yeah. Oh, then you could play the. You can play the Sharknado card. Dude, I I want to build a Sharknado <laughs> deck so bad, but it's just so. And you can play. By you can play stuff like. You can play stuff like Utopia Sprawl Wild Growth. Their enchantments. Yeah, I really just want to build like a no win con except for Sharknado deck. And just uh make a big shark. <laughs> one big shark. Who will win? A huge shark or one shove? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a flying shark. Gets pushed, dies. Yeah, kind of a flavor fail there. Fatal push is always a flavor fail. That card is rarely a flavor win. Now, Tragic Slip, there's a flavor card. <laughs> yeah, that one's pretty bad, too. Like, minus 13, minus 13, that's a big fall. It's a very tragic yeah. slip. It's like, yeah. Like an Eldrazi broke their hip or something. If <laughs> you get, like, a big Eldrazi with it. <laughs> like tentacles slipped on some grease and they broke their their all drowsy hip. They're like rushing out. They had to go convalesce little mob, and all of a sudden you just see tentacles up in the air. Like a, they, it's like they, even, they just even got like, like Mario Kart banana peels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like even even in the plane, like some big ass demon just like slip. Whoop. Yeah, grizzle brand. <laughs> Yeah, it's like some Monty Python, like, fucking animated death like, type shit. And it, and it kills tragic, indestructible tragic creatures, too. On a, on a vehicle piloted by an Eldrazi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We need, like, the artist that does all the MTG Goldfish fucking art for that one. Yeah. The little tentacles, like, wrapped around the control sticks. <laughs> Falling over like this. And then your smallest copter just slips. <laughs> Like your your Eldrazi can slip while inside the copter. Uh, crashes into the hillside, ah! blows up. 
<laughs> but the copter is strangely unharmed. <laughs> Thrown from the vehicle. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so like I like how we started off on a bitch about companion cast, and now we're brew the shittiest companion deck <laughs> ever. So that's the thing about companion, right? Is like in the short term, they're really fun. Like they are really fun, but they are like they're very concerning in the long term. But like for now, like don't think about that. Play, play, like, play the fun cards. <laughs> Smell the addictive ink. Like breathe deep. Build a Luris deck. You'll like it. I mean, you're, I guess you're. It's like, but just look at all these companions. Look at all these fun and stupid, otherwise unplayable cards you can play now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, and then you just get slapped by like that? the purpose-built, can you know, focused Lura oh, stack in your that. set. Okay. Steven's like going through the stages of loss right now. Stages of grief. Have we reached despair yet? <laughs> that comes later. No, I'm I'm onto something. That's when he realizes not... affinity is still unplayable. <laughs> I think I'm on to something. Do you think Steve okay, has so ever really play... truly reached acceptance regarding affinity? No. He's I think he's still, he's still in denial. <clears throat> we haven't so even reached four... despair. So you play four Stoneforge. Or anger. You play three Dispatch. You he's play definitely three all anger. the glitters. You play uh, the Luris, obviously, in the sideboard. And you play uh, uh, Path of Exile and Dispatch in, in the sideboard. Uh, you get to play Sunbeam Spellbomb, which is great against your burn matchup. Uh, you play Tarmount's Crypt and Night Hill Spellbomb for your graveyard matchups, for your Loris Mirrors. Bargaining is when you try to play Affinity and Vintage. Dismember with actual, kind of actual bargain. Yeah, so it's it's Shock, Denial, Anger, Bargaining, Depression, Testing, Acceptance. That's extra steps. I, I don't remember quite all those steps. Testing? Quick, think think of two affinity so cards that like would go re good reconstruction, like working through how to how to how you're gonna move on. And then once you actually move on, you've accepted it. Uh affinity cards that would go good in a white sideboard. Wow, that's a that's a big ask, my dude. No, um, no, other way around. White cards that would go good in an affinity sideboard that's all white. Oh, uh Stony Silence. You're so funny. Luris. You're so hilarious. Rest in peace, though. That, that's a card. Not with your Luris. Why not? <laughs> Why Isn't not? Two or less. Yes. Rest in peace. Yes. Yeah, read what Rest oh! in Peace does. <laughs> We've strayed so far into the Luris rabbit hole that we've forgotten how cards work together. <laughs> He's uh, mad with power. Mad, I say. Founder uh, of the consoles does Celestial Purge. There's the new stupid Rune card. Halo. Deafening Silence. Deafening Silence. Um, Did oh, you know uh, Celestial Ether Sworn Purge? Cannonist. Ether Sworn Cannonist. Oh, you should play Kataki. Yeah, real good. <laughs> do, do, you can let your guys that? die and then replay them with Lurus. <laughs> What tax? <laughs> what Katak? Oh, ha -ha. man! <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you saying over there? Uh, got him, ladies and gentlemen. We got him. Yeah. So earlier today, John sends me uh, a legacy elves list, and I <laughs> oh, we, I yeah, I'm glad you're finally getting to this. I cry every time 
I think about playing Elves and Legacy again because first it was Renin 6 and then it was Plague Engineer. No one plays Plague Engineer anymore. It's too expensive because of Luris. But so John sends me a deck and there's a Luris in the sideboard and I'm like, okay. And I look into the deck and there's still a Crater Hoof Behemoth <laughs> in there. I'm like, I don't quite understand what's happening here. And then I'm reading through like some of the comments because it's on Twitter. It's a screenshot from Twitter. And so this guy, um, I think his MTGO name is like Hello Newton. Yeah, Hello Newton. Newton Newton Wang, I think is his name. Um, he's been grinding for a long time. He's like a known guy. I think he's from the Bay, actually. And so he won a Legacy Premiere. Yeah, it, it's an so, invite to the PT. Yeah, so he queued for the PT playing Legacy Elves. Man, I wish you'd been smart enough, right? Like, oh my <laughs> god, you thought you thought you missed your chance to get to the PT playing Elves and a GP? Well, you could have done it online last weekend. Yeah, and so he beats. Um, I'm forgetting the his exact like FP F F Paul F FP Paulas or whatever that guy's name is. Yeah, he's like a known amulet grinder. Yeah. Which is really hilarious. That guy has been like that guy's had so many second place finishes. I feel bad for him. He's like, yeah, just second place champ. <laughs> so he's like, anytime anyone says they want to learn amulet, everyone just directs them to that guy's YouTube channel because he just streams fucking hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of amulet. Um. So I I just thought it was funny. I recognized that guy. Anyway, so he's playing. Um, Hello Newton is playing Legacy Elves and there's a Lurus on the board. But it's like, that's not a companion. You have Crater Hoof. So I'm reading through the comments. He's like, oh yeah, yeah. So when you play against Delver, you board out your natural order package and then Lurus becomes your companion. So it's a fair fight Lurus versus Lurus. Like, what the and fuck? And the Elves decks already fucking used to slap Delver on card advantage anyways. But now they, they can't play Plague Engineer unless they take out their Lurus. Yeah. Which, which is, is bad if you insane. have Lurus. Yeah. Like, wow. And then people are like, wow, that's some big, big brain shit. Yeah, it's really big brain, like galaxy brain. And, and they said, like, against Oko decks, like the, the Oko piles, you can just bring it in. It's a reasonable card to have. Yeah. Yeah, it's hot. I assume against the Oko decks, you still want access to natural order progenitus. Yeah. All right, fun fact, guys. The Delver decks. Don't type in white affinity into Google. <laughs> 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 you have to type in white affinity mpg into google to get anything relevant back all right oh man steven better go get his white bed sheet and start sewing God. yeah what an elf deck and so the the thing <laughs> is the elf deck is playing four elvish rejuve, uh, rejuvenator reclaimers which is the kind of crop rotation elf I say kind of crop rotation because it costs two mana to sack a land to tutor a land but the land you tutor comes into play tapped yeah which is kind of a shitty thing it's not um, a dude though it's repeatable yeah but it is an elf and for some reason it gets like plus two plus two if you have three or more lands in your graveyard because yeah why it's not? like sylvan advocate kind of text for whatever reason um, but so this guy has cut all his Llanowar elves. He has zero mana dork, like Llanowar elf and horn elves. elves. Yeah, They're shit. all gone. <laughs> the other strange thing that I noticed was there's zero nettle sentinels. 
What if he was playing Elves of the Deep Shadow? That's deep. Cast that Laris, <laughs> the deepest of shadows. He's just playing more Burstor Rangers. Mm. It's, and a Savannah. It's like the elf version of the fucking fusion dance from DBZ. <laughs> yeah, so he's on um, two Bayous, one Savannah, because instead of playing two Critter Hoofs, he's split between Critter Hoof and Archon of Valor's Reach. That card is a beating, dude. That card's hot. It's kind of like a bizarre Iona, except more fair because it's actually symmetrical. But you can natural order for it. <laughs> and it's like this big, dumb, flying idiot. It's really hard to beat as a Delver deck, or at least it used to be when I played it against it. I don't know if... I guess you could, like, Brazen Borrower it now, but, like, eh. Not with yeah, Loris! So, <laughs> this stupid card, it's a 5-6 it's a that flies has trample and vigilance for six mana and when it's the battlefield you choose artifact enchantment instant sorcery or planeswalker and players just can't cast spells of that type anymore yeah instant's a good one <laughs> yeah so you just play it you name instant and all of a sudden <laughs> most of legacy decks are not very good yeah non-functional even all of them, you mean? Like, even against something like Storm, you just you can just name instant, and they can't win. They have no rituals. Yeah, sorcery is pretty fucking good too. True, but all the spells in your deck are sorceries. Yeah, but then like, how do they remove it? Chain of Vapor? That's an instant. Yeah, trophy instant. They just can't get rid of it, and they can't, like, ritual out, and you just beat them to death with a stupid 5-6. And it's 6 mana, so you can just play it. Yeah. It's gonna get that white. But you got a bunch of Birchlore Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> By our power combined, we are white mana. And what's uh, really hot is they're also playing a Bajuka Bog. So you can rejuvenate her Number two, you can reclaim her your Bajuga Bog to shit on like those graveyard decks. That's hot. Because in the past, like you just get dumpstered by all the graveyard decks. Game one, you have no chance, and then game two, you just hope you happen to have your surgical and fucking pray that it's enough. And if you go far enough back, you have Deathrite Shaman, and that's like you hope that's enough. So now, at least in game one, you kind of have a Deathrite Shaman, and then you go turn one um, reclaimer. And then turn two, second land, and now you can just get up a Juga Bog whenever you want. It's not bad. And Bajuka Bog is already coming into play tapped anyway, so no loss yeah. there. <laughs> Nothing of But I will say, having lost. Cradle um, more consistently is insane, right? Yeah. It has to be insane. And because it's not a crop rotation, they can't counter it. Like, they can stifle it, I guess, but you can't get your crop rotation dazed or forced or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it feels really bad. <laughs> So you're like down a land and a card, and like, Ugh. yeah. I, I imagine getting crop rotation days is literally the worst thing ever. It's pretty fun to do. Let me tell you, <laughs> having dazed many an infect player's crop rotation. Uh, I mean, like, <laughs> I guess like stifling it is still bad because you're sacking as part of the cost, so that's still a disaster. It's not but, as bad, but yeah. But Stifle's not nearly as played as, you know, random counter spells. Yeah. 
Yeah, Archon's hot. <sighs> Alright, I'm gonna ask you guys to rate my deck in a second. Rate your deck, oh boy. But, uh, Vintage. Companions are absurd in Vintage. Um, because you have, when you're talking about how LED is like Black Lotus, Black Lotus is Black Lotus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pretty good of Luris. Pretty good with Gar- Garuda or whatever. Uh, Rich Shea was talking about how he would rather not play Mentor in his deck to play Kahira. Like, if it just came to it, like if he had the choice. Mentor is yeah. a restricted card in Vintage because it's fucking bananas. It's insane in the membrane. <laughs> like, the card is busted. He's like, I would give up the opportunity to have one of those in my deck just to have Kahira. Because you always have Kahira. Yeah. It's a 3-2 Vigilant in that, in like a Vintage deck. Like, it doesn't do anything. It's just a vanilla 3-2 Vigilant. It's just an idiot. It's a French vanilla creature. It's not good. Like, it's a bad trained Armadon with Vigilance. I'm sure there's another creature that has that stat line. It's like... I know I can't think of a 3-mana 3-2 Vigilance offhand, but it's probably some sort of draft common. Draft chafe. Um, but then why do that? You can just play Zerta. Yeah, but that he's just saying like, if that was like his option though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you get the three mana fucking you know prowess thing that spits out prowess tokens it's completely busted or a three two vigilant which would you take oh and it's harder to cast by the way because it's double white in your vintage deck still would take it crazy like actually mad like just super super busted and and that's like the worst one like that's like that's like the you know what i mean like that's the oh like if i had to they don't have to they can play Zerda, they can play Luris, like, Gairuda, like, yeah. Alright, Steven's deck. I think you need more Glimmer Voids, dude. <laughs> nah. Luris' is 2 is double colored, man. Yeah, but that's why I'm playing four at four planes. And you have Welding, or, er, sorry, and you have Springleaf Drums. Oh, yeah, man. but Springleaf Drum is whack. Mm, I beg to differ. Pop on over for the, the views so of people wa- watching and see his deck list. So Infinity. Wow. But see, then the solution isn't more Glimmer Void. I think it's just more planes. Because Glimmer Void is real bad when you don't have an artifact. This is true. So you would just want to play more planes. But that cranioplating attach. Yeah, but that's like very rarely relevant. Like very rarely relevant. You got the cells the sunbeam spell bombs? Yeah, baby. Yeah. No, that actually is a really good burn hate card. Yeah, it's like, um, what's the the one that comes back every turn? It's like one white, white gain life comes back if you have less life. What about Sun Droplet? Nah, it's not good enough. That card's bad. It doesn't sack as part of its cost. 
It is an artifact, though. Thunder Droplet? What is this card? It's like, uh, is it one or two mana artifact? Whenever you take damage, put that many charge counters on it. Depending of your upkeep, you can remove a charge counter. Or depending of each upkeep, you can remove a charge counter and gain a life. So, like, you get all the life back, but you're probably not living long enough to do that. Yeah. Like, it's really slow. Basically says you gain a life every upkeep against burn, which is... whatever. Fine. Yeah. But Sunbeam Spellbomb. Yeah, man. Because you can Game cycle five, it when you don't again? gain life. But then again, maybe that's not the best option. Maybe you just play a. Uh... You can play oh. one of the creatures. There's the creatures that like gain life on ETV. Yeah. Lone missionary. Yeah. Wait, what's the what's the white uh white uh middlecraft card? Dispatch. No, that's no. I mean, like the creature, the white middlecraft creature. The one mana one one that gets plus two plus two if you have metalcraft. No, that's um, that's not the right card. That's the the toolcraft exemplar. Right? There you go. You should put that in here. No, that card does not actually have metalcraft. There's literally a one mana one one that has metalcraft. As long as you control three more artifacts, it gets plus two plus two. You know the name of it? Um, not offhand. Crap. Live deck building se uh, session, everybody. I know because I played a kitchen table tempered steel deck back in the day. Really exciting for the listeners who can't see this. Oh, absolutely. So Steven's got two Memnites, four Ornithopters, four Signal Pest, four Arcbound Ravager, four Steel Overseer, three Stone Forges, four Vault Scourges, three Dispatches, Two welding jars, three spring leaf drums, four cranial puddings, three all the glitters, and then twenty shitty lands. Wow. Uh Inkmoth Nexus is not a shitty land, sir. Uh yeah, it's got the eight inkies, the, the eight the eight Nexuses, four Dark Steel Citadels, four Spire of Industry, and four planes. Woo. Uh why don't so you yeah, play the one that fetches stuff, Steven? Which one? The one that Casey Inventors has to Fair. Which one? Inventor's Fair. Inventor's Fair. Oh, it was in the deck, but you were you don't need it anymore because like what are you gonna go fetch? That's gonna be that more like if you're spending four mana then It's like Mystic Sanctuary, but not. I guess I could cut like a blink bomb nexus for it. Ardent recruit. Gets plus two, plus two, as long as you control three or more artifacts. There one mana, three, three. Great. Build your own wild McConnell. <laughs> DIY wild elf McConnell. That seems it's bad. like wild McConnell piloting a Gundam. Yeah. <laughs> Not even a Gundam, dude. <laughs> That's a mobile doll right there. <laughs> just a, just a, a mechanical arm. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, we'll cut we'll cut a blank bomb nexus for uh for uh inventors there. Oh boy. Now we're cooking of gas. I almost think Stoneforge Pistic just isn't worth playing anymore. You shut your mouth! Like if all we're getting is cranial plating, 
don't yeah, know. you're already up on pointings because of all the glitters. Just play for all the glitters, no stormforges. Yeah, but stormforge. <laughs> oh, so what do I put? What what do I fill the slot with? Not really any other great artifacts. <laughs> What's the one that costs Phyrexian mana? It's like a three one or whatever. First strike. Ah, porcelain oh, legionnaire. Porcelain legionnaire. Can't, Get in my. Can't deck. play it. It's three mana. Ah, oh, damn. That's right. This doesn't feel like a three drop because Phyrexian mana. Is it a three drop? It's yeah, two it's two in the Phyrexian. Phyrexian. Mana. I thought it was one in the Phyrexian mana. I thought no, that was like it was what one, the hell? One Phyrexian. That's a That'd good. be a one mana three one with first strike. What the fuck? <laughs> uh. Porcelain Legionnaire, yeah? Three mana, first strike, three one. Be good. Yeah. So unfortunately just seems very meh. Oh play the snake. What? Stone coil serpent. Stone coil. Why is oh that my god, you'd be better off playing like, like walking ballista. or hanger back walker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, actually this is probably better. Are good here. This is better than walking glitch. I don't know why I want to put my hands up, but I like I like I look like I'm ascending. <laughs> Turn very bright. I've come to preach four color snow. <laughs> uh, the yeah, light has faded coil. as Oko has left us. We've now entered stone the second age. <laughs> is better because we don't have a champion. Alright, I'm doing it. We're now living in the year the year one PO post Oko. Four all that glitters. Post-co. And three stone coil serpents. Or two So yeah, are, are all years gonna be now referred to as before the banning of Oko? <laughs> yeah. Would it be uh B O B O B O before Oko ban? Bob. Uh yeah. Yeah. You know how it's like in like the Star Wars fandom, that's how yours are referred to. Yeah. After battle, the of battle, of battle of Yavin. Yeah. <laughs> I know my Star Wars lore. Before Disney destroyed it all. But don't Before worry, they, they gave us Baby Yoda. Everyone. They gave us what was that? Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Wow, this is, uh, my girlfriend watched the Mandalorian with me literally deck. because Baby Yoda exists. No other reason. No other reason. All right, people, that we're finished. Spending time together? No. Baby Yoda. <coughs> Amazing. All right, guys. Lurfinity is a is a deck. We'll have this link in the description. Um, it so is run only through a at the time of recording $56 online. So get in now before prices start to spike. Yeah, on Vluris. Oh man, it's down to uh, 10 ticks online. Yeah, I was going to say, that sounds so expensive. It was like 20. Ah. Do you think it'll go back up? No. It should go back up, right? No. I doubt demand gets higher than it currently is. Everyone's playing it. I mean, it's not like solved yet. I'm sure there's going to be like 
some you think there's going to be an even blue. higher percentage of people playing Luris because that is concerning. I guess not. <laughs> it's pretty bad already. All right, well, I guess this is just what we're doing. That's what we're doing. We're playing bad Luris decks. Excellent. Yeah. Anyways, let's move on. We've been digressing for a while now. A long time. Like, a very long time. A very time. long time. <laughs> we already kind of know the answer to this. We've been at such lengths. But what what cards are you guys excited to play with this All right, upcoming on, week? On three. On three. Everybody say it at the same time. One, two, three. Lurus. Lurus. <laughs> nah, just kidding. Fuck Lurus. <laughs> Lurus sucks. I'm hyped to play uh, Arkham of Valor's Reach. <laughs> In your deck with Lurus? Oh, God. Oh my god. Yeah. Man, Jer- I'm, ready, I'm ready to go buy one right now. Spend all 80 cents on it. 80 cents. Got him. Oh man, Mr. Moneybags over here. Dude, this With my essential is, uh... paycheck. <laughs> wow. Getting paid that essential Can't money. Choose players can't cast the spells of chosen type. Huh. He described this card just... at length. Why does this card sound so familiar? Because he just described it to you 10 minutes ago. No, I mean, besides that, <laughs> when I... Isn't there, like, a Sigarda that does the same shit? No. There's Iona. Iona, that's what I'm Which is of. a color instead of a type of card. Yeah, so we play against you and say, Artifact! No more artifacts can be played, sir. And then I cry. You cry Lurus, though. of Cyro. <laughs> Player Lurus. <laughs> Anyways, so elaborate. I we know Chris wants to play Lurus in Elves. What do you want to play Lurus in, Steven? The affinity deck? No. Yeah, what have we been talking about for the past like hour? No, but uh, but what I actually kind of wanna after this is over, I can go back to brainstorming what I wanted to build was some sort of teamer deck that just has white and black in it so it can play Luris, and then we just build like a value teamer or something sounds kind of like a deck i'm familiar with sounds like four color not snow period hmm. actually i'll probably have to play snow because because ice fang is actually pretty decent and astrolabe you're trying to play a fucking four color deck without Astrolabe? Get the fuck out of oh, here! That, yeah, I don't even need. Yeah, I don't even need to put white mana into the deck. I just play Astrolabe. There you go. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm gonna build an aggro version of your deck, John. It'll be bad. It will be fine. It'll be bad. It will be <sighs> four color fine. Astrolabe aggro, huh? Fine. It'll be fine. Okay. It won't be bad. You be the judge, what about you, audience. John? <laughs> what about you, John? What are you going to play Lurus in? Uh, everything. What a cop-out, but it's true. Uh, I'm really hyped to play... Well, I was... I should say I was really hyped to play. Uh, Jerry T posted a blue-black control deck, a modern control deck today, that had no win cons aside from Snapcasters and Lurus. That was it. I was like, this is my fucking language. Jerry T is he's spoke he's he's opened the window into my soul, peered into me, 
and he has whispered into my ear the truth. <laughs> I was like, I need to ascend. I need to reach up for it to get it and start glowing. Because, ah! oh. <laughs> oh man, I saw this deck and I was like, this is what I want to do in magic. I want to be like thought scaring my opponent so that I can drown in the lock their spells. Ew. That's hot. That's how I want to play magic. Can we not? And, uh, and then, you know, how I always uh, net deck off McWinsauce, because he's a god, he posted his, like, daily update, and he's like, yeah, I played Jerry T's deck today. He's like, I didn't like it very much. <laughs> didn't do very well. I was like, hmm. <laughs> mm. Sweet deck. Person whose re- opinion I really respect. Uh, <laughs> urge to not burn tickets too strong <laughs> so i don't know i'll probably take it for a spin i don't know if i can resist this deck it looks hot i mean you have a rental account who cares yeah exactly still gonna pay entry though oh sure five dollars ten dollars well spent yeah especially if i stream it go to time every game get get all the guys in the chat you know Get that get that match counter down to the the single uh, or less than ten seconds every uh, every match. Get your money's worth. Win or lose. You're the worst. <laughs> You're literally the worst. Man, with uh, four snaps and four thought scours, like just mill them out. That's yeah. It's basically lightning bolt. Yeah, man. Don't even need Luris or Snapcaster Mage. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably not happening since you're playing like Astrolabes and shit, though. It's like buying back Astro, or not Astrolabes, um, Mistress Bobbles all the time. Probably gonna draw a lot of cards. Maybe I should just use your deck as like the starting point. Sure, you're gonna have to change a lot to make it an aggro deck. Like a lot. We'll just take out all these counter spells and we'll put some poopy creatures in. <laughs> Poopy creatures. Poopy right? creatures. Well, the deck already like is pretty tight because you have to play the the bobbles and the astrolabes. And then, like, do you want any one mana removal? Like, okay. <laughs> well, you probably want to play like what four lightning bolt and a and a a seal of fire. You can play flame slash. Well, that doesn't combo with Luris, and it doesn't hit people, so that's extra bad. Extra bad. Extra bad. <laughs> confirmed oh you you just play the the new delf one the magmatic the, sinkhole it only hits yeah. creatures and planeswalkers it's oh. good but it's and then it not exiles all your cards so you can't play them with your luris no you're, you're thinking too small steven you're thinking too small here's what you gotta do here's what you gotta do you gotta play the new tri lands and you gotta play tribal flames holy shit Burr, 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 burr. Two lands, tribal flames for five. Wait, holy shit! Yeah, but the problem is, is they come into play tapped always, and it, you're an aggro deck if you're playing tribal flames, probably. Huh? <laughs> you might be onto something. I'm always onto something, whether or not <laughs> how it's how good. I said that like ten that's times up for date. <laughs> that's up for debate. I'm onto right, a lot right. of things, but that doesn't mean they're good things. <laughs> so, got a lot of time on my hand. Got a lot of ideas cooking. 
they going to taste good? Probably not, but they're cooking. <laughs> Anyways. So you can just play a burn deck with like That's what people the are minimal... doing. People are already playing Burn of Luris. Play Seal of Fire no. every turn. No, but then you just... You just play Four Meshes Bubble too. Uh-huh. But then you just you just have to make five mana, or you have to make five colors, or <laughs> you have to have five different land types, and then you just like pay two mana and deal five damage. Or you could play Luris and Seal of Fire. <laughs> you could do that too. It's much easier. <laughs> As well. Not instead of. As well. Oof. <laughs> Our mana base is concerning me just thinking about it. Dude, these trilands are tripping me out. Well, the worst part is you don't have the um, the shard ones. Well, that's like inevitable though, right? I don't know, but there's no Jeskai one for now, so that's a bummer. How did I find this out? Because I was building a loot tree deck. <laughs> <laughs> Jeskai loot tree? Oh man, no Triland. Feels bad. Wait, can you only run one type of... No, you can play, you can of... play multiple for your land, but why would you play it over a dual land? If Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it does nothing for you, except for coming to play tapped. Always. Put amulet in your deck? An amulet. Yeah. <laughs> only one. <laughs> <laughs> only one amulet, yeah. Yeah, you can't play you can't really play snow in the Lutri decks, because like one Astrolabe, one Ice Fang. Yeah. What you can do though is you can play Snow Basics. And you can play Dead Winner. Well there you go. It's okay. You can just it's play all the different types of clones. Like and just clone thing. your best card. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're doing that's where we're playing Lutri and Torrential Gearhulk you just clone your best spell oh, 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 oh. got it got it yeah. if you really want to play clones you just play Garuda and Spark Double Spark Man, Double talk about a, a local meme that turned into a real card I wish someone had like bought a bunch as a joke because they'd be fucking swimming in it right now <laughs> Anyways, I think I think we've we've mined this rich vein uh about as deeply as we can. Because <laughs> have anything else you wanna chime in with before we uh we break for the week? Affinity is great. It's not building shitty decks is still really expensive. And fun. <laughs> Anyways, uh yeah, check us out uh, week after next. I'm sure we'll have some piles for show and tell. Steven can tell us all about how he got slapped playing his uh, white affinity deck, and or Chris will tell I us about how he went strictly average. Stomped everybody. Playing elves? <laughs> There's going to be some sort of deck preying on elves by the time Chris actually gets the deck, and he's going to be salty and sad. Um, and I'm going to let my, re- my leagues rot forever like I'm doing now. You know, I constantly got that 3-0 league just sitting on Moto unplayed. Always. Because you only finish leagues at, you know, 7 a.m. on Wednesday mornings. Yeah. Yeah, when I when I have to or I'm going to lose my entry. Uh, so anyways, we'll be back with some, uh, some updates on the meta. Uh, you think we'll be sick of the companions by then? I'm expecting it to... to- I'm literally already sick of them. Yeah. Yeah, so quick, quick, quick anecdote. Steven's like 
when you first started playing uh after companions came out you messaged me and you're like i don't know how i how good how good are they really or something like that and i was like how many games have you played against it and you're like none and i was like you'll figure it out by about the first or second game and he messages me in the middle of this match and he's just like oh <laughs> let me hold on yeah it was like <laughs> i see now <laughs> I see. Uh, I saw a lot of that on Twitter, by the way, from like people in the community. They're like, "Oh, like how good can this actually be?" And then, like, literally, game one, the end of game one. I'm like, "What in the holy shit, fuck? How did this get approved to be printed?" <laughs> That's like the crazy thing, right? Like, it's like your first match with the cards. You're just like. This is really busted. Like, it's not like they like, like, how do they test this? And like, how, how did testing occur? And these cards also get printed. This is like a fundamental disconnect for me because yeah. maybe, maybe it's everybody who tested it was just like had a companion against the companion. They're like, this is really sweet. Which right, they like, were yeah, probably correct. And balanced. Great. <laughs> like these decks are awesome. And they're like, yeah, these decks are are awesome <laughs> and nobody nobody thought to just be like well what if this deck didn't have a companion i don't know mistakes were made that's for sure jesus christ but uh <laughs> anyways so yeah uh we'll be back in two weeks we'll probably be a lot less excited then um steven <laughs> will have a lot more to bitch about chris too probably i'll be on the uh, same league so you know i'll be like i don't know it's fine for me i'm still 3-0 in the same league i was 3-0 in two weeks ago Uh, but anyways, thanks for <laughs> thanks for checking us out and sticking around to the very end. If you're- oh, that's another card that I had. Sorry, there's another card that I got really pissed off that I haven't played with that much yet. Mystic Sanctuary. Yeah, you've been living what? under a rock. That card's berserk. Yeah, I haven't played Magic in a while. That card is stupid. Like it's an island. Again, it gets how choked. did that get approved? <laughs> Yeah, it's fair. It gets choked. I got my Mystic Sanctuary choked. Like, like all my opponent did was just cycle Archmage charm and just keep stealing my signal pests and my ornithopters. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, my cranial plating isn't going to keep growing bigger if you keep doing that. You should just give them the cranial plating. They'll get more use out of it, really. Yeah, apparently. All right, sorry, I didn't mean to. They probably have some astrolabes. Yeah, they did. <laughs> and, I'm some, looking up and some mistress I'm looking at the picture I just sent you, and it's like two astrolabes <laughs> and a mystic sanctuary. That's a and then imagine boy. they play an Urza and they tap the cranial painting for mana to attach it to your signal pest. <sighs> I had to keep using signal pest or spring leaf drum to like, like try to steal your thing before your combat step, and I'm like... I'm gonna tap it. <laughs> get wrecked. Let yes. that mana float away. Get wrecked. Yeah, you got get him. Wrecked. <laughs> you got him. You got him. You sure showed them, Steven. <laughs> Laughing all the way to the bank on that one. Okay, sorry. Where were you? <sighs> <laughs> Thank you so much for checking us out and sticking around until the very end. 
<laughs> if you're wondering where you can find more of our content, you can head on over to mtgconflux.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter under the same name. You can check out our video content, including this very podcast, on our YouTube page. You can join us and support the MTG Conflux community, or you can support us and join the MTG Conflux community um, at patreon.com slash MTG Conflux or by buying MTG Conflux shirts and swag on redbubble.com. You can check out the links on our Facebook and Twitter pages. And if you have any suggestions or comments, please reach out to us. We'd love to read them. Really, we would. Please, please reach out. We're so bored. Anybody. Quarantine is, is sapping our, 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 our sanity one day at a time. Please, we'd love to hear from you. Again, we really do appreciate you sticking around, and we hope you'll join us in the next one. Later. <laughs>